The Medallion, Chapter 19 Kate woke up coughing. Her head pounded and she was itchy all over. She scratched her chest and her head was instantly clear, for there was only a thick, prickly blanket covering her body. Who had left her like this? Was this what the soldiers meant by getting her ready to marry their crazy leader? Would he be coming to this room? She needed to get to the chamber and get help. Her hand went to her neck. The medallion was gone. Wrapping the blanket around her, Kate searched the room, but her clothes and the medallion were nowhere to be found. The door was locked, and she checked under the bed, nothing but dust. Other than a bowl of water on a stone table next to a short stool, the room was empty. Kate sat on the edge of the stool, and in that moment a distinct memory came to mind, sitting on this very stool in a long white dress while an old woman combed out her hair. A pale shaft of blue Lumian light fell at her feet. Kate stepped into the light and followed it to the window, but as she drew near she knew what lay outside. Below were the last two craggy peaks of the rebels' hideout, and between them she could see the dark thread of the river curving back to the city and its huge statue. To her right, the view was obscured by the curve of the cavern wall. Kate leaned on the window ledge and recalled many hours spent here waiting for Corvin to rescue her. But he hadn't come, and now she knew it was because he'd been looking for Tirith instead. A key turned in the lock and Kate whirled around. An old woman limped into the room with a steaming bowl in her hands. Out in the hall, a young soldier stared at Kate. The old woman kicked the door shut. Here you are, my dear. A meal fit for a queen. The woman chuckled to herself as she put the bowl down on the table. She turned to look at Kate, shaking her head. So how did you ever wind up back here again? You must want to marry him pretty bad. After you eat your breakfast, we should comb out your hair in case he sends someone to check on you. Who? Our Corvan, of course. Corvin is here? Of course he's here. Where else would he be? The old woman pulled a comb out from her pocket and put it on the table. And he's still a handsome man, even with the new eye patch. Corvin has an eye patch? Ah, yes. You haven't seen the Corvan's face since that night the boy stole you away. It was going to be such a nice wedding, too. You were so beautiful in that gown and the jewels sparkling in your hair. She clucked to herself. It's a pity that boy took them. The Corvan is a superstitious man. Won't marry his queen without the sacred jewels. Kate sat down on the edge of the bed. I don't understand. Who is the queen? The old woman cackled again. You are, dear. Don't you remember the wedding party? Jord arrived to get you married to the Corvan, and then those loud noises and the bright lights were all around us. Her hands waved about in the air. Kate stared at her. Was the woman crazy? Oh, my. I knew you weren't yourself before the wedding, but surely you remember something of your wedding night. Kate shook her head. Well, now you get a second chance at mad love. She laughed and headed for the door. I'm sure everything will come back to you soon. Any time now, the jewels will be back. Kate jumped up. Wait, do you know where my clothes are? The woman laughed. Not here. That's all you need to know. I'd like to get dressed. I'm sure you would, but it's much easier to keep you here with no clothes. There's an army of men around and you won't get far with a blanket. She chuckled. You and me is the only women here. And let me tell you, dear, they aren't signing up for guard duty to get a glimpse of me. She cackled loudly as she opened the door and shooed the soldier away. The door shut and the key turned in the lock. Kate stared at the door. Her only hope was that the man in the purple robe from the chamber would find her, but she didn't even know who he was. Besides, now he would be upset with her that the medallion had been taken away. 
Kate looked back to the table. The steaming bowl was some kind of porridge. It didn't look very appetizing, but she was too hungry to care. The spoon was almost to her lips before she stopped to consider the food might be poisoned. She sniffed and wrinkled her nose. It wasn't appealing, but why would they poison her if they could just knock her out again with the oily cloth? She touched her tongue to the gray mush. It was bland and not sweet, but at least it was hot. The door opened and the old woman entered with a pitcher and a cup that she placed on the table, then turned to leave. Wait, Kate said. The woman sighed heavily before turning back. Were you the one who undressed me? A wide, toothless grin spread across the wrinkled face. No need to worry, dear. It was me. Our leader is an honorable man. He won't see you now until after your wedding. Did I still have my medallion on? The smile vanished. Medallion? The old woman shook her head. Don't recall any medallion. Not to worry, though. I'm sure your new husband will give you much prettier necklaces than that old thing as soon as they catch that boy. What will they do with him? Kate asked. The wrinkled eyes narrowed. All the Corvan wants is the jewels and you. They have orders to kill the boy and dump his body in the river. She pointed out the window. To the abyss with him, was followed by another high cackle. Kate stood to her feet, but the old woman motioned her back to the stool. Nothing you can do about it, dear. Besides, I hear he's already taken up with one of the sisters. That boy's not worth your time. Before Kate could say another word, the old woman shuffled out the door, locking it behind her.